Welcome to the Pretty and Purpose Podcast, where we remind you that your pretty is beyond what the eyes can see, and your purpose is your ultimate destiny. We must fix each other's crowns because sometimes, girl, they be raggedy. (laughs) This is Celeste, Maya, and this is Jess. Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to our Pretty and Purpose Podcast. Okay, so one thing that you need to know about Celeste, Jessica, and I is that we don't have it all together. Like, we are just women who are trying to pursue our purpose and also trying to help you guys be confident in who you are and also pursue your purpose. So we're not going to pretend that we have it all together, but we are trying. And what we want to do is share with you lessons and stories from our own personal experiences that we've learned and grown from that can help you grow. So to start off, listeners, we are going to take a royal moment. In every podcast, we'll take a royal moment to crown some of our fellow queens who are doing some amazing things. So our very, very first royal moment goes to Kiko Davis. Do you ladies know who Kiko Davis is? No. Okay. (laughs) So Kiko Davis is um, the only African-American woman in the country to own her own bank. Oh, wow. And so I was reading um, her interview, and she said that carriage is her superpower. She said, I have the ability to take fear and use it as a tool to conquer adversity and challenges, no matter how insurmountable they may seem. The more substantial the obstacle, the stronger I become. And that just stood out to me because a lot of times people take obstacles as a mm-hmm. setback, but she actually used it to motivate, to motivate her. And now she is the only black woman in the country to own a bank. That's awesome. That is nice. What's the name of her bank? Because you know, there's a lot of black owned banks that we just don't know that they're black owned banks. All right, I'm going to do some more research, y'all, and I'm going to tell y'all. Right, we're going to come back on that. Yeah, we're going to come back. We're going to come back. But that's awesome. Yeah. Okay, ladies. So now it's the sis second. Mm, so sis. the sis second is where we fix one of those raggedy crowns that we talk about because we want all of our listeners to have their crowns adjusted so they are their best selves. Yes. So I would like to nominate. Well, actually, no. Maya, you had a nomination. I'll let you go first. I don't, no, I don't have one. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, <laughs> unfortunately, I would like to nominate myself. Oh! <laughs> I have a raggedy crown because I did not help another sis out. Okay. So I went to this holiday party, a professional holiday party, and sis walked in <laughs> with a short mini dress, backless, satin material. Mm-hmm. Everybody else had on sweaters and ball gowns. So sis walked in and everybody <laughs> looked at sis. <laughs> she tried to do the wobble and the body parts were flying everywhere. Ooh, oh, they no. wobbled on now. Okay. <laughs> you didn't let her know. Being a sis, I should have let her know. Told her, like, like were you so, friend? I don't know it like that, oh. but <laughs> but still, so, you know we gotta sit together, right? So I nominate myself because I didn't help sis out. Yeah, so we gotta help you fix your crown. So what have you learned from this experience? <laughs> help sis out. <laughs> next time, next time, on the show, next, face. look, sis. Okay, when you um, do the wobble. No, not when you do the wobble. When you get dressed, mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. you have to think about the location 
and uh, the audience that is attending this event, everybody in there was about 40 and over. Sis was in her early 20s. Oh, and so, she, ain't even... she might not have known, but sis. But the thing is, how do you approach somebody like that without being offensive? Right. Because people will take it offensively. Well, it depends on how you say it. Okay. And the person also has to be receptive. I don't know if she's receptive. Okay. So do you evaluate if the person is receptive first and then say it? Or do you just be like, all right, I'm just going to say something because I want somebody to say it to me. I would want somebody to say it to me. So I would just tell them, like, um, can, I, can I talk to you for a second? You should want something different. Like, what you going to say? Like, I'm just like, oh, I just need to let you know um, when you, when you. <laughs> it ain't going to come out right. Um. <laughs> like, I don't know. But how do you say that? I don't know. Like, that's I, hard. Yeah. That's hard because Since people get offended. This not the time or the place. So, I went to show another one of my coworkers the lovely attire that she had on for the club. Yeah. <laughs> and there were comments under her picture like, oh, you did that, girl. I'm so uh -huh. proud of you. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, so maybe she, she doesn't be, know any better. Yeah, we got to be better as a whole. Yeah. Because like, yeah. we definitely pump people up that shit. But maybe out of context, people thought she looked good because they didn't see realize how she else, That's how true. everybody else looked. Yeah. yeah. Because it was just pictures of her. Okay, yeah. So I think that the best thing that we need to figure out first is how do you even approach those situations? Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people don't say anything because you don't know how to approach people because you don't know how they will react to it. Um, and even if they come off offended, sometimes they'll they'll think about it later and be later, like, yeah. uh, you know, so maybe it's worth it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Next time, try that, Jess. So today we're going to talk about distractions. You know how sometimes in life we lose our focus, we get off track, we move away from our purpose. Yes. Like when we decided to start this podcast. And mm -hmm. we have to learn how to be able to refocus ourselves. When things don't go our way, how do we refocus ourselves so that we can get on track and we can stay on track for our purpose? Because the enemy will try to come, especially if you're doing anything in the name of the Lord, if you're doing anything yes. towards your purpose, the enemy is going to try to come and distract you. Every so time. you have to be able to identify that and be able to push past it. Right. As a matter of fact, I appreciate when I receive distractions from the enemy because that lets me know that I am on the right path for my mm -hmm. journey. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The and closer I get to God, I'm sorry, Celeste, but the closer I get, it seems like the harder and harder he tries to come against Absolutely. me. And mm -hmm. that right there is confirmation for me that I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. Absolutely. Right. And like I said earlier, I feel like you just have to acknowledge it Say, okay, this is a distraction, and this is, that's not where I need to be going. Mm -hmm. I need to be over here. I'm swerving lanes. I need right. to stay in my lane. I need to stay focused. Yeah, because I think that people don't know. You can only control but so much. You can't control yes. anybody else's actions. You are Say only accountable for your own actions. So Fact. at the end of the day, <laughs> if you put things in a proper perspective, then the distractions are less likely to get you on a detour okay. where you're supposed mm -hmm. to go. That's going to lead us into our motivational moment a little bit later in the show, but let me tell you about uh, Where Is Jess P and the distractions in my life. Okay. So, on today's segment of Where Is Jess P, I'm going to discuss distractions in my journey. So, back in 2016, I made up in my mind that my purpose was way greater than sitting behind the desk of the university where I used to work. Mm -hmm. 
And so I decided to quit. I decided to follow my purpose and I decided to live a better life. Do things for me and live my best life, which was way more than sitting behind a desk and making someone else rich. Mm -hmm. And so I went off on my own, took a leap of faith, and I just decided to follow my dreams. In that, I pursued event planning. And with event planning, I used to uh, look at social media a lot. And that's right there. Distraction. Distraction. <laughs> Number one. Especially the shade room. Mm, mm -hmm. That's not a plug for them, but <laughs> <laughs> that was my number one distraction. And I used to have like a counter on my phone mm. that would tell me how long mm -hmm. I was spending on each of my apps. Uh -huh. And I was spending most of my time on Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. So I decided to delete Instagram. And that helped me to focus on other aspects of my life. I started reading more. Mm -hmm. I also turned off the TV because I used to watch Ratchet TV, which was a <laughs> distraction. <laughs> so how long? Was it like a, a fast from social media? I was going to say, because sometimes you just need to take a moment uh, away from social media just to refocus and, mm -hmm. you know, figure out what's, what's really important to you. Right. Well, initially it started as a fast. Okay. And I was like, you know what? I don't need social media. How is that benefiting my life? Mm -hmm. Well, I'm on social media now. Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I mean, <laughs> but I don't spend as much time mm -hmm. on social media as yeah. I used well, to, well, especially the shade room. Right. Because following other people's posts and their virtual world, which right. sometimes is not right. the real world, exactly. was not benefiting me. Mm -hmm. And watching, sitting on my couch watching the Love and Hip Hop and Real Housewives was not benefiting me. Mm -hmm. How was I growing as a person, mentally, physically, spiritually? Mm -hmm. I wasn't. And so I decided to pick up a book. Yeah. I decided to start Googling random stuff mm -hmm. and start looking into the things that were my passion instead right. of spending that time on social media. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times people aren't focused on their growth, right? Yeah. We're so right. focused on entertainment and, and things up. like that. And it's like, but wait, like where is the time going? Like what did you learn today? What right. what are you gonna do differently today? How are you getting closer to your dream? Because if you're spending your time on just social media or watching TV, and I'm not saying that it's anything wrong with that, but you also need to be doing things to help you move up in life and right. progress. It's all about balance. Our CV secret today. Ooh, ooh, CV, CV secret. secret. <laughs> <laughs> it's about balance and uh -huh. how we need, how we are whole beings and how we need to look at things from a holistic perspective. You know, mm -hmm. when you're out of balance, when your mind is off track, when your spirit isn't right, or your body isn't right, if you're not right physically, you're not going to be in balance. Mm -hmm. You're going to be off. Right. So just, you know, looking at things from a holistic perspective and um, sort of bring, you know, staying focused on your whole being, not just a part of you. Right. That makes right. Sense. Gotcha. So can we go back a little bit, Jess? Um, so when you quit your job, can you tell us about that day? Like what was going through your mind? Like what made you actually take that jump? So I took that jump because I used to drive to work in tears every day because I just did not want to be at that place. Oh my goodness. It was so stressful. I would have to meditate. Say my prayers on my way to work, face full of tears, listening to gospel, like, Lord, I know there is something better. Mm -hmm. And so I would show up to work, I would do my job, and it was just way more stressful than it had to be. Okay. So I was a, a trainer, and I would train the people who answered the phone on how to do their job. Uh -huh. 
But in that position, because people don't like to believe in accountability. Oh, there's no such thing as accountability. (laughs) (laughs) Training was the scapegoat, and it was the root of all problems. Okay. So regardless of how well I did my job, it was always the problem for anybody else. Because no one ever had enough training, of course. Absolutely. They weren't trained. Okay. They weren't trained. Okay. It didn't matter if I had the whole training binder and had signatures where they signed up or the fact that they passed tests mm-hmm. on that unit. They they were never taught it. Right. And that of was course. acceptable. That okay. was an acceptable excuse. But I was just in a place where it was not healthy for me mm-hmm. mentally. And so the exit sign started looking better and better. <laughs> I would walk in and be like, "Woo, that exit sign looks good today. But one day, the day, mm-hmm. June 20th, uh-huh. I walked out those doors and I said, today is my last day. And did you have a plan B? I had no plan, actually. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and you still had bills to pay and everything. Bills to pay, everything. I got in the car and I just bust out into tears like, I don't know what I just did. <laughs> but I knew in my heart and in my mind that the Lord was going to make a way. Mm-hmm. And he did. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I called my mom. And because I, I, I believe it was like 9 or 10 o'clock mm-hmm. in the morning. And the fact that I called her so early, she was like, okay, What's you quit wrong? your job. Right? Okay. <laughs> Today was did. the day. She knew. <laughs> because I would complain to her and the rest of my family every day Mm -hmm. and she would just tell me just hold on just hold on so when I called her at 10 a.m. she was like today was that day oh gosh bad jokes can really affect your entire life and again your whole day I was so depressed Mm. because of that job wow but getting older, you know, I think life experiences really change your outlook and it really opens your opens your eyes to what's really going on and it 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 does allow you to be more receptive to what other people say. And so and that's important because as you grow older and you're following your purpose, you have to have a growth mindset. Yeah requires you to be coachable <laughs> and to listen to what other people are trying to tell you. Mm-hmm. Mm. Can we go there? Okay, growth mindset and being coachable. I think that people get so set in their ways Mm. that they are no longer coachable. But, sweetie, if you're trying to grow, you have to be coachable. You have to be open to growth and open to criticism and what other people have to say or else you will always stay how you are. Fixed mindset versus a growth mindset. What you you want to go places? You want to go on this journey? Or stay stagnant in the same place. Now it's time for Maya's motivational moment. Distractions will detour you from your destiny. Distractions will come and they will take us in many different directions. Sometimes the distractions will work for our good to put us back on the right path. But sometimes the distractions are just that. Distractions to keep you further and further away from your intended destination. Sometimes if you have to make a left or a right because God has orchestrated you to make a left or a right because he has to grow you in certain areas, then that's fine. But other times, Satan may take you out of a place and put you somewhere to take you further and further away from the place that God has you to be. So, question for you, Maya. Yes. How can you determine whether it's a distraction from Satan or... God telling you to make a left turn. 
The first thing that I would say is to pray for clarity. And a lot of people will say, okay, well, how do you know when God is speaking to you? When you go to God with an open and whole heart and he hears what you're saying, he's going to give you the answer that you need. So if you're going to God and you're saying, you know, God, I really don't know what I'm supposed to be doing in this situation. And you're going to him wholeheartedly. Don't go to God with an already expected answer. Don't go to God with what you want to hear. You need to go to God with an open mind and an open heart so that when he tells you, you will be able to receive it and it will pour into you. You can also look to see if whatever answer you think that you're receiving, if it goes with or against the word. If it goes against the word, it's not of God, right? But if it goes with the word, it could truly be what God is telling you to do. But you really just have to be in a space where you are receptive to hear. Because a lot of times we'll pray and ask God, but then we are uh, focused on something else or Again, we get distracted and we really can't hear his voice. So you need to take a moment, take some time to pray and really be open to hearing his voice. So Maya, another question. Mm -hmm. For those who are not heavily in the church, mm -hmm. they might not classify themselves as religious. Okay. How do you hear the voice of God if you're not a reader, you haven't been reading, you don't know where to start, and you don't know how to pray. Right, because you remember before when we talked about that, you would say, well, you know, what is God, what is God saying to you? And I'd be like, well, I don't hear, I, I don't be hearing mm -hmm. him. Like, mm -hmm. he don't be talking. Mm -hmm. I need to hear it. And you all kind of, you all were giving me advice as to how, you know, how he speaks to your spirit and mm -hmm. how, how he speaks to your heart, that you're not going to necessarily hear him whispering in your ear, like, he's right. Right. this is what you need to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I struggle with that, like, okay, how do I really hear the voice of God? And then as I began to grow deeper in him, I was able to better hear his voice. Um, so one thing, if, if you're not a believer or if you don't read the Bible, you won't hear from God because you won't know what his voice sounds like. Um, so I would suggest for you to get into the word. I always, always refer the Bible app to people, the YouVersion Bible app. And there are so many Bible plans in there. And there's some for new to faith or, you know, beginning Christians. And just so that you can understand and kind of start to learn the word of God. Um, and then that way it will become more clear to you when he actually speaks to you. For those who feel like they don't know how to pray, like God knows what's in your heart. What's right. in your heart. You just go to him wholeheartedly. You can talk to God like you're talking to your best friend. Um, because he knows what's in your heart and just speak to him and again just be open to hearing what he has to say or be open to um, trying to hear what he has to say and as you grow you'll definitely be able to discern his voice more all right so Celeste you were talking about you know your your whole self being balanced and I think that we juggle so much, right? Because it's like, all right, we're working all day and then you got to try to eat healthy, but then you don't have enough time to exercise and you don't have enough time to do this, right? There's not enough hours in a day to do everything. Um, so like, what are the main things that people should be focused on? Well, there's eight dimensions of wellness. So you have your emotional self, your the financial aspect of your life. Um, so your social aspect, of course, your spiritual being, you have your occupational aspect of your life, your physical being, your intellectual side, environmental, 
It's a lot of sides. It's a lot of parts of you. Right. So it's just, it's really important to keep that, to keep everything in balance. And I know it's really hard. You know, everything is, it's, it feels like nothing is ever in balance because life isn't perfect and it's challenging. But it's really important in order to be healthy and live your best life and, and walk in your purpose to, to have all of those dimensions of our bodies and our beings hold so how do you keep everything aligned when there are so many dimensions of your life and you have distractions? Sis, I wish I knew the answer, but I will say that when you have account accountability partners and your friends and your family that help you keep your lives in balance, that that helps me at least. You know, sometimes you have your girls, like you ladies, hey. that you can come to for that spiritual aspect and say, y'all, like I'm struggling with this, you know, my spirit's not right, you know, help me get through this. Um, right. You know, you might come to your friends for um, for help with your emotional, you know, the emotional aspect. Of course, you're going through something, dealing with relationships and different people, your job. You're dealing with, you know, you can go to your friends and your accountability partners to help you sort of bring that back into balance. So there's a thing. Always have some people in your corner who will tell y'all the truth. And you know what? I do appreciate you guys because I will say... That's Les and Jess. Well, all three of us, like, tell the truth. We tell each other the truth. Like, we have no problem with checking each other. Right. And, the, and the cool thing is, it's like, we don't get offended by it. Or if we do get offended by it, it doesn't we last at all. Right. Yeah. It doesn't last long. And I think that those are the real friends that you need to have. Those friends that are going to tell you the truth and to keep you in balance. Because some friends... Like Jess was saying, you can go out the house and you look in some type of way, and your friend gonna be like, "Yes, girl, you look good." When it's like, <laughs> and then, but wait, here they, this is what they do. They go and talk to somebody else, like, "Girl, you see what she yeah, did?" Right. Like, and they talk about you. Exactly. That's not your friend, right? Exactly. So, like, have friends that, that are gonna be honest with you and be like, "Yeah, no, that." And be willing right. to accept and be open to what people have to say. Like we talked about, just being able to accept other people's feedback and comments and you know the growth mindset right exactly exactly and and know who those people are because a lot of times they'll say oh they're just hating or you know oh they haters and this this and that sis everybody not hating like sometimes <laughs> it really is bad right like everybody's not always hating now you may have some haters here and there that's fine but not all the time though sometimes it's something that you just gotta get yeah you gotta yeah. work some things out in your life <laughs> Well, that's all we have for today's show. Thank you so much for tuning in today, PMP Posse. The PMP Posse. What is the PMP Posse, y'all? No, oh, we didn't oh. say what the PMP Posse oh, is. Yeah. The PMP Posse are the pretty and purpose listeners, those out there who want to confidently walk in their purpose, and that is you. Ow. <laughs> period. That's I was going to say period. <laughs> well, thank you all for listening. We hope that you come back and join us on another episode. Now we hope we know that you're going to come back and join us. Well, since y'all going to be back or whatever, we're going to have a lot of good um, conversations and topics that we want to discuss with you all. And if you have any topics that you want to hear about or you have any questions that you want advice on, because we will have an Ask PMP segment, you can email us at Pretty and purposed at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at pretty underscore in underscore purposed. And again, that's the letter N. So it's pretty underscore letter N underscore purposed. 
Thanks, PMP Posse.